Hi, welcome to another special edition of the Well.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington. My whole idea with going down to Fabtech was to talk to people from all over the world and our industry about why they were at Fabtech and give you a little bit more of an idea of what it's like to actually go and be at Fabtech. In this episode, I got to sit down with Dusty James from Pacific Arc TIG Welding. I also got to sit down with Anthony Files from Alpha Welding, all the way from Ireland. Tyler Sassy from Western Welding Academy. Mike McAllister, a.k.a. Mike Ride Your Bike from Harper's Ferry. Eli Ryder, owner of Heavy Hitter TIG Rigs. And Andrew Nichols, who started a custom welding hood company that ended up paying his way through welding school. Last but not least, I got to sit down with Dina, a.k.a. Welding angel from georgia keep in mind that this was recorded on the floor of fabtech so you will be hearing some of the sounds of fabtech creep into these interviews but the chats were just too good to pass up i hope you enjoy it so do you want to tell the people who you are what you do and why you're here at fabtech yeah, uh, my name is Dusty. I'm from Pacific Arc TIG Welding. It's a TIG Welding channel on YouTube, but also has a, a business built around it with uh, education, teaching people how to TIG weld a bit in person through workshops that I do at my shop at my house, as well as mostly online. I run like an online training program for TIG welding. I also do art projects. Uh, I do TIG welding and metalwork art. It's like one of my biggest passions with it for sure. And if you haven't seen it, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I I'm a big fan of yours. I've been a fan of yours for years but oh, especially thanks, your art man oh, I just, thank you dude you have really a very you have a very different eye you know just like the way just what you make like i like your style of art like it's kind of mystical and i'm a very mystical guy myself so i'm a different dude me too i, I keep things different i love like there's a bunch of people in the art scene who obviously like we're doing it way before me and they definitely like i look up to them a lot but yeah i just wanted to be different with the art i was doing and that's actually what the, my youtube channel started as was just art i just wanted to do art videos and i dropped like maybe a half dozen videos on youtube and they you know they didn't catch much traction it was pretty small but it was a lot i got a lot of comments that were like people asking like how did you do this like how do you do that like how long have you been welding like how do you like a lot of questions about welding stuff so i was like all right well let me pop off like a couple videos real quick of like how to do this or how to do that like questions that had literally just been asked and then it was kind of like easy content because i i've been in, uh, an instructor for welding for I mean quite a long time super certified with like all, a lot of tickets in Canada and stuff and yeah and then uh, it's funny because as much as I wanted to do the art videos I still do them but the educational videos have really become my passion because yeah. I just really enjoy making them it's crazy teaching someone to weld it's like a instant bond I'm a tutor I'm not an instructor I go in to help the people that are struggling and when you get a breakthrough with someone it's just like your best friends for life you you'll know? never forget that experience yeah like, yeah it's it's really fun man I got someone in my program right now who's a quadriplegic or sorry no a paraplegic yeah and uh, he is uh, working with a different setup obviously we got him set up with like something that's comfortable for him we've had to take a couple like adjustments to technique that you know kind of really customized something that's going to work well with him for like ergonomics as well as keeping comfort and stuff so he can practice for a while and yeah dude he's killing it Dude, that, like it's amazing like it's, it's just so fun and that's another thing there's so many facets to the welding industry that i think we need to help shine a light on and it's what you do really well with your channel you know it's like you make tig welding very approachable which it is not an approachable process to most people you know 
thank you, man. Like, I, I appreciate that. It's it's something that, like, I went to welding school. I did my apprenticeship. I went through, like, I went back and got a bunch of extra tickets because I just enjoyed learning more. But I felt like, it, as I, if I can say this as politely as possible, but I didn't really fit in. Like, yeah. a lot of people are getting certified to go run pipeline and stuff. And, like, they're in there for one thing, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that is super cool. I, I respect that a lot. But I just wanted to take a different angle with it. Like, I was really into TIG welding. I was really into, like, the specialty metals and stuff and that's really what I wanted to focus on. And there was a couple teachers who were pretty, you know, didn't give me the best direction. I kind of felt like I struggled. There's just a type of learning that I prefer doing. And that's what I like providing is I like providing like super friendly and welcoming environment, especially on my YouTube channel. Like it's... It is a very friendly environment. Thanks, it, man. I mean, and when I was just starting welding, you were one of the channels I found, you know, because I was like searching how to. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's like that you type in how to, and if you put TIG, you pop up, you know. You made me excited because I felt welcome. And I feel like that's something that the welding community, it lacks in sometimes, yeah. like, especially on like Instagram, like people getting in, like, are afraid to post anything. That's what we're trying to do with the Weld app is kind of have this community yeah. of like, if you have a question, we want to answer it like if you want to get into this industry we want to help you 100 and your app is really like we've talked about it a bit and it's like a great idea dude because instagram's cool because you can share whatever you want and you can learn and connect with a lot of people but there's a culture that i'm kind of like trying to fight against of you just said it like people won't post a lot of their stuff because they're scared that someone's gonna like take a dump Trash on it, it right yeah. and, th and that's really unfortunate because like there's like a lot of great people out there that will gladly help or welcome somebody who's yeah. new, especially people that's new to it, dude. Like, yeah. like we have a job as people who are kind of in the industry of it to welcome those people and encourage it. So like, I don't know, that's just to become like my mission for the channel is to just like- That's yeah. it, man. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what all of our mission should be, you know? It's like, especially cause you know, a bunch of the knowledge in the industry is going away. You know, a bunch of the old heads are about to retire. Yeah. And so all of that knowledge is just gone. You know, they're not all gonna be like, you know what, I'm gonna come out of retirement and go teach people. But they're just like, no, I worked hard and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna live the rest of my life the way I wanna do it. Yeah. It's like, uh, I talked about it, uh, you know, Jason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jason? Jason, yeah. So uh, From Friday the 13th, we're talking yes, about the same dude. Guy, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He yeah. has a podcast as well. <laughs> um, we, we talked about it yesterday, just how like, you know, when I started welding, it was like, all right, what are you going to do? You're going to do like heavy fabrication, you know, specialty TIG, wire feed, construction, stuff like that. And I was like, well, like, I guess I'll pick TIG welding. Like that's, that's kind of my, my alley, right? But even in the last 10 years with like YouTube really blowing up with like tutorials, and then like, I like to throw my hat into the ring about showing people like, yo, there's other options for a career path because yeah. like, I mean, this convention is a great example. You walk around and talk to how many different lines of work yeah, you can take yeah. with this field, dude. It's like, cool, welding's like, obviously like a, a hub of where you can start out with this, but like, there's so many options, dude. And like, women and felt like dudes, like whoever, like learn for sure, learn basics and stuff like that. If you, if traditional schooling is a right fit for you, then do that. But like, find something that you love. And, and follow it. Go, yeah, yeah, and just, just don't, do it. don't listen to what other people say. Yeah, like, don't give you, up, yeah. don't let people bog you down. Just, yeah. just, I, I feel like that's something just in society as a general we're, we're like punished for dreaming you know it's like i love setting goals even if i fail at least i set a goal and tried you know it's like just try oh yeah man. it's okay to fail because you learn more when you fail you speak in my language yeah yeah
Yeah, it's it's like like I have kids and like they're 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 super young, but like it's something that like they told us about when we were in school, like you can be anything you want, and it's like okay, like cool, but what does that mean, right? Like you know, like I kind of was like coming up in the '90s, like through school and stuff, and it was just like I don't know, there was a there was a real like yeah, you can be what you want, but like college is the only way to do this, or like this is the only way to do that, and I just I've, I've really found in my career path that it's like those things are extremely important, like for sure, but there's so many other options dude and if you if yeah if you can take a little bit from everything that you do whether it's like like i got a job welding at a at a factory and stuff that was great i got a lot from that i went to school got a lot from that but yeah it's just like i found a direction i wanted to go and i was like all right let's do this yeah man i'm happy that i got to meet you just because i mean you've been really inspirational to me and i know thousands and thousands of other people out there too man thanks so. man i appreciate that that means a lot like it's cool i was we met last night with at the did we meet at a, the, yeah, during the day yesterday or was it just no, in the bar? No, it's just at the bar. It's random. You <laughs> I'm know. happy we ran into it's each other. It's the best, man. This is a question that you'll have interesting perspective on. The music community compared to the welding community, what's the difference? Well, like I'm pretty out of touch with the current state of the music like community. Yeah. Um, I follow like some you know, YouTube musicians and stuff and they seem to have like pretty dope followings with yeah. nice people. Yeah. I mean, so from what I see, it's great. Like, you know, you say you played music and like I played in a touring metal band for like, I mean, close to 10 years. I mean, I played in punk bands since I was a kid and stuff, but like I was like a touring musician and it was like an event like this would be like a music festival. Yeah. And when you're like, backstage chopping it up with other bands like it, d- it doesn't matter who they are or what kind of music they play or where yeah, they come just, like you just the best like a party yeah. as a party backstage but yeah. then there's like that also that what i see a lot of is like everyone's at competition with each other you know yeah. it's like i lived in la for five years and like that is the most inhospitable scene ever man everybody wants to destroy every other band you know oh that's and a it, bummer i mean it's a bummer but i mean it makes you tough okay. you know it's like criticism becomes a lot more easy to digest interesting but like criticism yeah. with your work type of thing yeah, or just, like what oh just like people trying to be like oh whatever ben's pretty cool i guess you okay know? yeah and it's like and then i moved to nashville and nashville like everybody's like oh let's work together oh let's work amazing. together you know and it's just like different cities have different vibes but in the welding world it has seemed pretty welcoming and open all over which is dope yeah man that, that's a great question did you think of that ahead of time nope you just ripped that off the dome that's right here man <laughs> that's a great question yeah yeah it's a great community man and i mean like i try not to get caught up in any of the negativity online because it's not here man like these are the people like i came here to like connect with people like you who are doing yeah. like we're doing very similar things yeah. it's like you know and like you're not cutting my grass so i'm not cutting your grass we're growing a community and then there's like tons of people who have like come up to say what's up that like watch my show they're also like mad fans of your show or like Jody or like you know other other big channels and it's like I think that's so cool that I don't know there's just zero competition in my mind like, we're all working towards the same goal yeah you know it's like yeah. we we're trying to make this industry we love continue you yeah. know and just pass our our passion down to someone else that might not know it yet yeah man you know it doesn't matter how old you are you can start welding I started welding when I was 33 and I was just like in class with like 18 17 year olds and I'm like am I too old for this and then I was like no I'm right where I need to be 
You're totally correct. There's there's no requirements to want to be a part of this. Age is certainly not. And I was talking with some kids over there. They were like 14 and 15. I gave them uh, my program, like I enrolled them into my program online just because they were so stoked on welding. And I was like, dude, when I was 14 and 15, like I wasn't thinking about anything like a career path. So yeah, it's, no, it's incredible. No. Young and old. Like I have a lot of people in my program who are also re recently retired. And they're like, yeah, all of a sudden I have time. You know, I'm retired, so I want to learn. Like, I really want to learn some new stuff. And I just love playing any kind of a part with that. Like, that's sweet. I'm just really stoked to be talking to you just because you've helped me a lot. Just with my, like, puddle recognition, coloring, just, like, having a different perspective of how to look at welding. Like, oh, yeah, man. Because I was in the same boat where you're kind of saying where it's, like, manufacturing, structural steel, pipe, that's it. You yeah. know? And then I saw your stuff and I was like, oh, I could make art. Like, I could be artistic with this. Like, cool. That, no, thank you, man. And I, I happy, like, happily contribute anything I can to anybody that's learning. And I, I like my, to anybody that's listening right now, like the best way that I learned the stuff that I learned is from messing around, setting up some scrap, playing with different cups and like figuring out what does what. Also making like tons of mistakes, being like, oh, well that, you know, <laughs> that was stainless rod doesn't work with that type of metal or that kind of stuff, right? But I had the kind of the access to mess around with machines on my own time. And that's the stuff that made me learn the most. And like for you or for anybody else like find something that like gives you a space to practice it's all done with torch time and it and torch time is not only correct when you're working on exercise one or exercise two of a curriculum it's like no man like just grab some scrap if you want to do art run some lines what gets you clean lines yeah. like you know like it doesn't matter dude it's like just just burn rod have fun like yeah obviously just, be safe and like you know <laughs> like yeah. take care of your, your gear and yourself but like yeah no it's fun man i i think i like encouraging that a lot and I've been kind of contacted by a lot of people through comments and messages or whatever that are just like, man, like it's it's cool to know that I don't have to go to school just to like buy a machine and mess around in my garage. That's, There's that's a lot awesome. of educational content out there, you know? It's like you have educational content, we have educational content. It's like anything you want to learn, someone has it out there. Yeah. You know, if you can't afford to go to school, you could probably afford to take a class online. Oh you know? man, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm a huge advocate for like if you are intrigued in something, I love spending money on that kind of stuff. You I'm know, a sucker for a course, man. Oh, dude, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm looking, I, I'm, I've used this program, Logic, for years, and I'm still interested in programs and stuff that will teach me how to master music better, or like, how do I like EQ better by ear and stuff. And like, also like, I bought a bunch of new cameras from my studio to like film better videos. And cause I really love like cinematic look to what I do. I find it's kind of like a unique vibe to what I do. Like, I really love the cinematic stuff but guess what now I got to learn how to use this you know camera that has a million options so what's the first thing I do is like YouTube find like a YouTube dude like I really like a dude named Peter McKinnon dude I was about to he's say G, I was like man. have you checked out Peter McKinnon it's like because my favorite human yeah he's awesome he, he explains it really well yeah yeah and it's, again it's just a welcoming vibe like he's like you don't need to know like everything like just jump into this video and let's hang out and like talk about whatever right and yeah you just enjoy it so uh, stuff like that I really and then you know if he dropped a course yeah I would happily pay money it's oh, like, yeah. it's like I want to learn that I want to learn how to do that better but like anything man I just love learning like me making the jump doing what I'm doing full-time is I have a new learning curve that I have to accomplish like I went to school for all my welding stuff that was great 
and then I reached a point where it was like, all right, let's learn some business stuff and learn how to establish a business and like what you guys are doing with your app and everything. Like, you know, for anybody who's listening, like you have, you've not checked it out, like check it out. It's really, really sweet. It's pretty cool. It's super cool. And it's like the type of thing I wish I could have had when I first started. And then with like, you know, guys like you, like Austin, like it's just, it's just cool, man. There's a community around the, your guys' stuff that's really legit. Like I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Any like parting words for people that are getting into the industry? What is your biggest advice? Don't hesitate. Just do it. it just if you have an in, like, if you're inclined to try something or buy something or like learn something, just do it. Me starting my own business, like I wanted to do it, and I was like, nee, like maybe, maybe I should wait longer. Maybe I should learn this first. And nah. I mean, you figure it out, man. Like if you're interested in something, do it. Yeah, 100%. Rip the band-aid, man. Just take that band-aid off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. Dude, it's thank you so, so much, much, man. Yeah, I really appreciate it. We ran into each other earlier today. Do you want to tell everyone who you are, where you're from, and what you do? Yeah, uh, my name's Anthony Fowles. I'm from Ireland, and uh, I own a small welding company in Ireland doing uh, a lot of work in the semiconductor and pharmaceutical industry at the minute. So. Is this your first time to Fabtech? Uh, yeah, first time. I have to say I'm very impressed. Uh, I, I said I'd come over and see how the big boys do it this year, but uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting, um, I suppose, the, the turnout and certainly the uh, the amazing uh, inventions and equipment that's on show here today. What's been the craziest thing you've seen so far? Uh, I'd have to say probably some of the robotic welding. I think it's definitely the way forward. We're probably a few years behind you guys, certainly when it comes to uh, mass manufacturing and fabrication, but I think it's definitely going to be the way forward, uh, less downtime. And I suppose from that side of things, it's, it's going to be cheaper as well. So Here's a question. I, I was talking earlier about the differences in certification and stuff in yeah. Europe compared to here. Yeah. What was your journey like becoming a welder? So when I started, I finished secondary school in Ireland back in 2016. Got straight into welding then. Basically, when I left, only as a hobby more than anything else. I went and did a, a course there. It was about three months had no real intention at sticking it out as most welders you know initially yeah, start off it, yeah it's like oh this is fun i don't know exactly <laughs> so uh yeah I, I i have yet to meet a guy who um from the get-go wanted straight away to get into welding but i mean you know everyone kind of falls into this industry but uh yeah did a, a three-month course uh started working with a few different companies then around the country learning various different bits and pieces about different sectors and then just went from there really kind of snowballed a little bit there was uh small jobs up around home that needed doing um then i was getting you know texts and phone calls from friends and family can you do this can you do that yeah before i knew it then i was like you know why not just go out on my own and, and give it a go see what happens and uh yeah we're uh nearly a year trading now today so uh yeah we'll see see how how far things go yeah well what's your company name uh, alpha welding services and how can people find your work uh instagram probably or linkedin uh if you look me up anthony files f-i-l-d-e-s uh, on linkedin um you'll probably see most of my work on there i try and I'd keep as as up to date as i can with what we're doing but uh that's probably the best way uh of getting in touch as well so are you all are you here all week yeah, here all week. I said I'd, I'd give a few days just to, to make sure I got kind of full immersion into uh, the industry here, see what direction it's headed, because obviously everything that happens here will have some sort of a knock-on effect going forward for us in Europe. So, yeah, amazed at the technology on view here today. It's just incredible.
I'm glad we ran into each other. I, I really want to get the global perspective, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just because here in America, it's very easy to get kind of bogged down into, like, we think this is the world, and it, there's a lot more out there. Yeah, I mean, we have quite a, a large sector when it comes to, to welding and fabrication and fitting in Ireland. But, you know, what we think is large is, is relatively small over here, as is always the case, really. But... uh you guys, your industry is, is so much bigger, and uh, as a result, your your race to develop machines and, and sort of equipment that can produce quicker and, and cheaper, you can do it far faster than we can because I suppose you you have the uh, the manpower to dispose out of it and uh, basically increase uh, your R and D into the sector. It's funny how fast you can grow in the welding world, but like hearing that you're like, yeah, I started just doing this, then that, and then, yeah. you know, just kind of snowballs. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up, if you had asked me what I wanted to do as a kid, it was it was definitely wasn't welding anyway. But uh, yeah, at one stage, I think I wanted to be a, a Formula One driver, but yeah, hey, that didn't really work out. There's still out, time, but... <laughs> man. There's still time. You could yeah. build your own Formula One car now. Yeah, well, I was, I was certainly give it a go at some stage, all right. But uh, I think Ireland and, uh, and the US have very similar traits when it comes to uh, young people growing up and, and getting encouraged into going into trades because I know at home in Ireland it, it was never encouraged. I remember leaving school. I won't name any names or any schools, but anyone who knows me probably knows who it is. But uh, I remember a few of my friends said that they were going to go into apprenticeships. You know, basically as soon as that was mentioned, it was like, you know, right, we won't spend any time teaching him. But then, you know, just put him under the under the rug there and leave it. But uh, I think we're facing a massive shortage now of, of manpower as a result. And um, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant career to get into because there's so many different opportunities and doors in that sector. You know, there's the, the defense, the aerospace industry, you have pharmaceutical, you have the, the food and drink sector, semiconductor, like the list goes on. So It's impossible to even try to explain all the different types of welding there is, <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. like, all it takes is people like you going out there doing it and trying to get more people into it. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, that's the, the beauty of your, your weld.com app, which I'll give you guys a plug. Hey, thanks. <laughs> We're all very like-minded people. We all have the same wants and interests. You know, you want to get better at what you do. You have the same interests as, you know, we all love to weld in various different forms. And uh, I suppose in, in that sense, having that community there is, is brilliant because working together, you're always going to go further than working apart. So Absolutely. Even if you're an ocean apart exactly you know? so or, we're working you know, together. or a nine hour flight but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well man i've enjoyed chatting i'm glad to get a little bit more perspective of what it's like out in your world thank you very much for having me on yeah no it's uh, it's amazing looking forward to the rest of it now yeah oh yeah man it's a few be beers so. yeah me too i'm ready for that <laughs> dead right <laughs> so do you want to tell people who you are what you do and why you're here at fabtech yeah yeah, so uh, my name's Tyler Sassy. I'm uh, the president, CEO, and founder of Western Welding Academy up there in Gillette, Wyoming. Best welding school in the world. We actually got voted number one welding school in the world. Yeah, so we're pretty proud of that. So we're down here at Fabtech. Brought my first shift lead instructor and uh, Jason Hall. He runs the machining department. Carl Burl, he's a first shift lead that's down here with us. And Fabtech's really, you know, we don't come down here and do any advertising or any marketing, anything like that. But it's always good to see what you know, what technology is out here in the industry, what's new, what's up and coming, and what kind of equipment's available. You know, we're all about that cutting edge, so 
Yeah, man, laser welders and robots everywhere down here this year, you know? I think that's a big thing that's coming up, but it's not for me. I don't know if I'm going to be a laser welder, you know, (laughs) but it's cool to see. Robots aren't going to, we're not going to push that. I mean, it's it's all about the jobs and the really big thing with robots, the reason they're creeping into our industry, I really believe, is that uh, there's just a lack of leadership. You know, a lot of these contractors and people say, well, we need robots because they don't ever call in sick and, and, you know, they'll work, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they don't ever complain. But the reality of it is the only reason robots are coming into our industry is because of the lack of leadership. When you really bring a team together and you outline the goal and the clear mission, and you just relentlessly follow that mission, people can outperform anything. And the big thing with the robot is it's not going to contemplate or you know, help you make decisions or say, oh, hey, look, what's the goal? Let's get in there and get after it, you know? So robots very limited and, and you know, I get that question all the time. Like, are robots gonna take over our industry? Absolutely not. I've heard you talk on plenty of podcasts about your school and how you run it, like to teach that discipline and like work ethic. Uh, can you tell people a little bit about that? Like how you try to instill that in them? Our whole mission that we really surround ourselves with every single day is building a better generation. You know, we really believe that America is competing on a global scale, and the only way that we're going to actually be able to really just tear out and and, uh, beat everybody else, you know, because we're competing with Asia and Europe and, you know, Spain. I mean, all these different countries, we're competing with them. And the reason that America has always been on the forefront of everything is because when you look at our history, these are people that came here. They were the most adventurous, proudest, you know, people that came here for a better life. And so we're the product of all these people, you know, we're all like mutts, right? We're yeah. just, we, we have heritage from multiple <laughs> different countries, but universally what we, what we have is deep down in our roots is this desire, you know, entrepreneurism and, and creation and building and capitalism is a great thing. So that, that, that's really at the end of the day, I think that's what's made it really, really powerful is the collection of those bloodlines coming together. Now, to continue to compete on a global scale, uh, we have to inspire our youth, and that's what we do every day. Yeah, so. that's that's like big thing talking to people here. It's like, you know, it's, it's hard reaching this new generation. As a global just teaching community, it's like, how do we get people interested in the right. trade, you know? Right. Because yeah. it's gotten a bad rap, you know, in the yeah. past. And well, it's just like, hey, yeah. you want a good career that you can do anywhere and no one can ever take away from you once you learn it? This is it. Yeah, work ethic, integrity, and accountability, that's what's lacking. And that's what we push every single day. It's it's inevitable that you're going to learn how to weld if you come to Western Welding Academy. But those traits is what we're really passionate about bringing bringing to the youth. And to get into your school, like, what's the process of going to Western Welding Academy? Like, how do you how do you get in? Like, what what's the if I was going to try to come to your school, what what is the stepping stones there? We're not the cheapest. We're not the easiest to get into, but we are the best. So every seven days we have an average of like 210 people it's over 200 that apply and we only take 12 so we're looking for the best 12 that we can identify and we use all kinds of different data points to identify what our target uh, student looks like because we're setting these guys up you know it's it's the and in all honesty you know it's preparation we run it just like a job site so it's preparation for the big leagues and, and we want the top students that we can get so first step go to our website, fill out an application, and and then 
that's when we start the vetting process, you know, and it usually takes, you know, three or four days for our student selection team to reach out and, and get into contact, but they walk you through the steps of what it takes to get there. And then how long is your program? So it's a six month, so our, our Welder 5 is a six month program and it teaches everything all the way up to this really, really high level of pipe welding. I love seeing just all the different schools, just the way you are setting it up to just really instill that, just, you know, what it is to be a welder. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to show up to work when I right. want. You know, it's all like right. showing people yeah. like, when you're a welder, you show up and you make things happen. Yeah. And that's awesome that you're instilling that people now. Yeah, we call it blood, sweat, tears, because that's what it takes to make it in this industry. And that's really at the end of the day when we're going through our student selection process that's what we're looking for is is like do they have what it takes you know because this it's hot it's dirty it's sweaty but you're going to make a lot of money but you're going to have to put out in order to get that you yeah know? you got to so work for you it you got to work for it right. <laughs> it's not just right. like oh hey here you go right. Right. here's your nice salary yeah. like yeah. every week you're going to yeah. have like four weeks off of vacation yeah. no, of personal that, right? time <laughs> off you know. oh, you come in and you do the job like we need people to build america yes. like we don't need people to show up from time to time you're absolutely right and you know wyoming is a it's a big state but there's 580,000 something people in our whole state and so 98 percent of our students they come from out of state they come from all over the place all 49 states it's, it's been really powerful to see that and so that's really kind of allowed us to have a lot of influence in in lots of parts of the country that you wouldn't you know you just wouldn't think i was visiting with a big time politician i don't want to say his name on your podcast but this is probably a month or two ago, and he was telling me about some of the big opportunities and investment opportunities these big companies are, are looking at bringing into our state. And a couple of years ago, he came down and took a tour, and, and he said, uh, he said, you know, Tyler, he said, there's this this little line that you told me when I when I was there taking a tour. He said, and it keeps coming back to haunt me. And he said, the big question is, I'm visiting with these CEOs, these these big organizations that are about to invest billions of dollars into in our state of Wyoming. He said, the big question that we keep coming back to is, where are we going to get the welders? And and I explained to him a couple of years ago when he was there on a tour that that economic process. When you look, everything starts with welding. No man-made product is even remotely possible without a welder. That skill set and that talent, that's the very first step of the process. And so it was just powerful to hear, like, he said, man, this keep coming back to haunt me. You know what I mean? Me, I mean, you know, yeah, so that was just cool. Like, so, yeah. That is cool, man. I mean, it's just cool, like, being a welding school and you have influence up to that top. You know, it's like people are taking notice of our industry and people making people that are making the yeah. industry better. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I mean, I would say, you know, really like all the blue collar trades are super powerful, super important, really critical. But when you look at that supply chain and you look at the process of building anything, it all starts with a welder. And that's why welding is, is king of trades. So we met last night at the CK party. Do you want to tell people about who you are, what you do? Yeah, I am Mike McAllister. Mike rides your bike on the social medias, and I enjoy welding a lot. I run off my uh, work truck, my engine drive, and I support a wood mill, a local, then Harper's Ferry, and then a bunch of small contractors with their heavy equipment, and then uh, the neighbors, whatever the neighbors need fixed. Well, you're a wealth of knowledge when it comes to... Tell us about those planes we were talking about last night. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So we met a guy from Airframes, Alaska, and he was uh, one of the production welders on the Piper PA-18 Super Cub. They might call it something different, but the original Airframe was a Piper Super Cub. And they're making new Super Cubs in Palmer, Alaska. And he's TIG welding. The big difference between the new ones, their product, and the old original Pipers are they were gas welded chromoly tubing. And this guy, uh, Airframes Alaska, is using TIG welding. And I think he said he's using ER70S2 uh, as the filler, which I thought was really cool because in motorsports, there's a huge uh, argument about what filler metal to use with thin wall chromoly. And ER80S, ER80D2, I think, is one of the uh, more popular ones. 312 stainless is a popular. The Harris Super Missile is popular. And it was super cool to here that just regular er70 s6 or s2 is a, uh, uh their choice of filler metal and it, it works for them so yeah you know. well and you said you work for the forestry yeah, service work, yeah my my full-time job is working for the fish and wildlife service as a maintenance worker and i worked in alaska for about 10 years and i worked very remote we worked out of super cubs and de Havilland beavers and our work trucks were basically float planes and uh i would load everything up in the in the plane on monday fly out and work on cabins or um, we have biologists that go collect data all summer long. They're stationed in spike camps on rivers and and so they have boats and I would fly in and work on the boat motors, replace lower units and carburetors and I never really welded uh, on a boat. We did weld uh, a cylinder head bolt with a couple batteries on a radial motor on one of the uh, De Havilland Beavers because it, it, awesome. it was pretty cool. Uh, my buddy did that. What are you most excited to check out here at Fabtech? Well, this year I am looking to go full time, hopefully, with my MacWorks, my, my business. And I really would like to look into personal protective equipment like a papper. I want to try on a couple of people's pappers. I know I kind of have in my, in my head what I want, but I'd like to see, I'd like to play the field, uh, you know, try out some new pappers. I'm looking kind of interested in some really f- looking at cutting discs, oddly enough. Like I really like consumables and finding, I'd really like to uh, find some really thin diamond cutting discs for breaking tacks on spin wall stainless. I think I saw some that way. Really? Yeah. No, oh. I was looking at I was I was walking around. There's so much here. It's like it's easy to get lost. You yeah. Know? And that's the one problem I have with Fabtech is I have a plan for 364 days out of the year. And then I walk through these gates and it goes right out the window and I start looking at the shiniest of the shiny. And, you yeah, know, there's stuff everywhere. It's easy, to, easy to get distracted real fast. And it, yeah, for sure. And uh, what is super neat is finding the new products that I didn't even know existed. You know, some of the, the multipolar magnets. There's a booth with multipolar magnets and yeah. all sorts of crazy products. Um, yeah, I, I like welding. Hey, man, I appreciate you stopping by, chatting, let us know what's up. And I, I'm sure we'll see each other plenty this week. I would love, I will be bumping into you for sure. I hope so. Thank you for the opportunity and your time, Bo. Hey, thank you and for well. your time. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, my name is Eli Ryder, owner of Heavy Hitter Tig Rigs. Also uh, with uh, SWAT Specialty Welding and Turnaround Services. I'm in HR, uh, business development, and kind of like a guidance counselor for that company. So, What are you doing here at Fabtech? We're just kind of walking around, checking out everything. I really want to look at some of the innovative technologies. Of course, do some networking, meet some people. I got to come one time before. It was three years ago, so with the COVID thing shutting everything down the last couple of years, uh, everybody's going to be out here a little bit, so it's exciting to network work, meet people, and just kind of say hi to everybody. Who are you most excited to see here? Um, honestly, uh, everybody. Yeah? Yeah, there's not. That's awesome. There's so many people. There's so many different people that bring so much to the table. And you know what, though? Uh, it's not that I'm necessarily excited to see people or whatever. It's just the, the experience I'm going to take away from it. I know already, for instance, we showed up late, right? And we didn't, we didn't even plan this trip. We just showed up. 
Yeah, and standing in line was the vice president of Bowler Wire, dude. Like, right behind me, he flew in from Germany, and we ended up walking in line with him, and then they actually pulled us to the side and put us in, like, a little different section, and we got to talk and break bread with him and, and to, to speak to somebody of his caliber and, and, and kind of uh, get over the cultural barriers a little bit. and get Yeah, and you know? That's the cool thing about an event like this is that you get to interact with people from all over the world and from all these different countries and cultures, and you and it's just cool, like, learning more about the industry worldwide instead of just like what we do here in america that was one thing we really hit on hard actually in our conversation piece was uh you know approaching it differently there's cultural differences right being culturally sensitive to other people you know understanding that something that flies in america is not going to fly as well in the middle east or in germany or in australia so it's about understanding and also coming with a little respect as well you know, and uh, I've got a good friend of mine standing here with me, and I, as we were coming down the escalator, I told him, I said, the irony of this world is you never know who you're talking to. So we get to learn to be humble. Yeah. Right? Walking in here. Yeah, man. You never know who you're going to just walk up and talk to. You know? Yeah. So it's been an amazing experience so far, and we look forward to uh, walking around and talking to some people and getting to know some people better, and I greatly appreciate you having us on your podcast here, brother. Yeah. Well, you want to tell people about your Tick Torch? Oh, our tick torch? Well, we, we sell uh, tick torches, we sell uh, consumables, we sell gloves, we sell products, we sell flashlights. We have a diversified product line. We're in every major welding store in the United States uh, and Canada. You can go online and uh, catch that heavyhitterstigrigs.com. We stand behind our products, we take care of our people, and uh, that's about it. Well, I appreciate you stopping to chat, man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. God bless you, sir. You as well. Do you want to tell people out there what you do, who you are, and where to find your stuff? Absolutely. My name is Andrew Nichols. I am 20. I was born and raised in Ocala, Florida. I went to welding school in Grand Island, Nebraska for two years. And in the first year of that, I found a, a reason to pursue a business venture, which is custom welding hood making. And I chased after it and sooner or later it took off. And uh, sure enough, that paid the rest of my way through college. And that business is called Southern Leatherworks. You can find me on Etsy, Instagram, and TikTok very easily. It's a company I started because I had an interest in, you know, leather working and I wanted to combine that with my love for welding. And sure enough, it was able to take off and I take a great enjoyment in doing that now still. I'm a TIG welder out of Ocala, Florida. I do a lot of aluminum TIG welding and then I build welding hoods day and night whenever I'm not working. So yeah, that's a little about me. Working nine to five. Yeah, working day. nine to five and then five to nine. How did you get into leather working? shoot there was a lot of guys on tiktok that were just posting these really really cool uh, leather artwork pieces and i was like you know that'd be awesome and then uh you know i've seen some custom welding hoods here and there people doing one-off hoods and whatnot and i thought you know there there may be a market for that and sure enough there was there's a few other companies that do it and uh i decided i'd give it my shot at it and sure enough it worked so how long does it take you to make one of these hoods it takes me about 30 to 45 minutes to hand build a hood i build them still i'm building quite a few i think i'm almost up to 800 sales in total since i started this whole venture and i've hand built every single hood so it takes me i've got it bound down to about 45 minutes a hood well but you're saying you can do engravings on the back of them right every yes. hood comes with an engraving i think that's my bread and butter almost every hood comes with an engraving so whether it's a united states flag the mexico flag or an eagle a lion whatever you want it is engraved on there i have a small laser engraver it's like a it's like a fiber laser just really low powered so it's only engraving it's not cutting most every helmet i sell has some sort of engraving or name on it or emblem or logo so yeah how much does one of these run 
All of my hoods are $120 with free shipping inside the United States. I ship out of country as well, but every hood is $120, and I have a great selection of different colors, logos, and schemes, and all the rest. And then for a custom hood, it is $140 for whatever you want on there, whether it's a business logo, a name, a, a phrase. I do it all and not scared to do whatever you want. So. What what kind of lenses are you putting in these? Is that something that like the customer is going to put in themselves or? So when I started, I think the biggest selling point for me was I wanted to put an auto darkening lens in there because a lot of my initial buyers were kids just starting welding school and all the rest. So some of them probably would have a harder time with a fixed lens. So I went out and found a distributor overseas and I put in a shade 11 auto darkening lens just to make it easier for some of these up and coming welders. And then I also do provide a shade 11 fixed lens if that's what they want. So they can kind of talk to me about what they want and what lenses fit and whatnot. So what do you want out of Fabtech? Why are you here? I've always wanted to come here for ever since I started Weld when I was 14. I had been told of Fabtech and how cool it is. And this is actually the first opportunity I got to actually come. So I'm really excited about seeing all the big names on YouTube. You know, like Bob Moffat's one of them. He's here. I'd love to see him. Um, just see a lot of the a lot of the big guys that, you know, I guess were idols or whatnot whenever I was up and coming. And guys I see on social media every day so between seeing that and all the new tech out there it's just I don't know it's a it's a welder and a, and a kid's playground with all this equipment again how do people find your work so you can find me on Etsy Instagram or TikTok it's all one word it's southern leatherworks now the leather is going to be without an a now that has its own reason it's not because I can't spell but it's southern leatherworks but leather without an a so that's where you can find me and yeah, if you have any questions, you can hit me up on Instagram or TikTok, and you can even message me on Etsy. So any questions, comments, or concerns about the product, please hit me up there. And I'd love to see a lot of new faces come in on my TikTok and Instagram. So Sweet, man. Well, I appreciate you sitting down with me. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, and why you're here at Fabtech. So I'm Dina. I've been a welder for three years. I currently work with aluminum and steel, uh, creating products for medical companies as well as airports and also working with the electrical boxes that you would see outside and whatnot. So I do that. Do you work for a company? Do you work yes, for yourself? Yes, I do work for a company. I work at Worldwide Manufacturing. It's in Dawsonville, Georgia. I would say it's very family oriented, so you kind of feel more at home with each other. So I do feel like there's a sense of community there, which is what I feel like is important in the community of welding. People that are in dire need for welders, you need to make it a welcoming environment. You need to be like, I'm going to treat you with respect. Like, I'm going to give you what you want out of a welding job, you know? Yeah, exactly. And the other part I find extremely um, hard, but I feel very accepted where I am, is that sometimes it's hard for women to, to be accepted and respected the exact same way a man would. But I feel like where I am at, I've earned the respect and that when I came in, there was a sense of respect. There was, and there was also an, an acceptance from a lot of people and I think that's important to start integrating and I also think it's very important for companies to recognize that a lot more women are wanting to do this and the detail orientation that we really can give is something important. When I went through welding school there was a girl named Casey and she would weld circles around me. That detail oriented you know it's just like a thing that as a male we just don't have that in our brains. I think it's I think that's like sort of fair to say, but at the same time, I, I feel like I think after my experience in school, because I was one of four girls, but I was the only girl that ended up finishing. So that was like really rough for me because I was like sitting there thinking there was more girls coming in and then no one. 
And I felt like actually, because I felt like it's become my responsibility as I get through this to start encouraging more women to do that at a younger age. I actually started as an artist. Um, I went through art school prior to even doing welding, but I loved metal sculpture so much. But I was like, hey, I need money. Um, why not try welding? And then it just kind of took over from there. So that detail orientation and wanting to push other girls to try was like, something I was like okay I went to an all women's college so then all of a sudden getting there there's no girls and then I was like okay this is gonna be rough this is different but it was interesting because you learn to get a tougher skin you learn to really bring yourself out there with these men around you and sometimes they push you to be better and that kind of makes me want to do more and want to prove more and overall it actually does benefit just everybody pushing each other to be better. You yeah, know? that's a big part of it. I think that's something that people don't, that they, they take for granted as well. Yeah. Well, and that's something being here at Fabtech. Community here, everyone is always like, oh, it's such a welcoming community, like people here. I felt that, you know, it's like you can go up and ask questions and people aren't like, you don't know, you don't need to know, you know? It's like, oh, let me tell you everything. Like, I just want to hear people's story. It's like, I want to know why you're here. I want to know, there's a lot of people I know why they're here, but there's a lot of other people I have no, like, I don't know. You'll know the passers-by. You want to know why those passers-by are like, hey, I'm here and I'm here for a reason and you want to know that. Yeah, we all have the same passion and everybody wants to talk about it, you know? It's like, everybody has a story and I love stories. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. If you haven't downloaded the Weld app yet, you're missing out not only on a growing global community of welders and great educational content, you're also missing out on our job board and giveaways for our premium members. When you subscribe as a premium member, you're not only unlocking the full power of the app, you're also helping us make the content to help you get that certification you're chasing after or special alloy you want to learn to weld. Skip the energy drink for two days and that would be enough to cover the cost of investing in yourself and your career and probably save you a trip to the dentist down the road make sure you tune in next week for the second half of our fabtech special and until then we'll see you out there